Welcome to Hack Your Happiness. Um, on Mission Impossible with the Dead Reckoning. Um where we did the train. So oh, the train yeah. sequence on that, it was, you know, uh McHugh, the director, and Tom wanted to crash a, a real steam locomotive. But, you know, you can't really buy a steam locomotive. So we, we literally had to build it from the ground up. Are you a teen or adult looking for more happiness in every day and ways to connect with people in your life? You've come to the right place. Hack Your Happiness is a podcast designed to bring you the behind the scenes of what brings iconic individuals happiness, plus their life hacks. I'm Mercedes. And I'm Anastasia. And we're the two teens behind Small Bits of Happiness. We're interviewing Olympic athletes, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and more. Throughout all of our episodes, you'll find great conversations, hacks that you can take away and try in your life, inspiration, as well as unique and surprising insights. Joining us today, we have Neil Corbold. Neil is a super successful special effects director. He has worked on recent movies such as Napoleon, which we both really loved, and the special effects were absolutely incredible. Masters of the Air, Rogue One, Star Wars Story, Mission Impossible, A Dead Reckoning Part 1, Ready Player One, and more. Neil has won two Oscars, 27 overall wins, and has had 59 nominations, as well as three Oscar nominations in the same category just this year. Neil's achievements and hard work is undoubtable and reflected in all of his incredible achievements on these successful films. Neil is absolutely incredible and so inspiring and Anastasia and I are both beyond excited to speak with him today. Welcome, Neil. Hi, how are you guys? Great, how are you? Very good, very good. Awesome, we're so excited um, to be speaking with you today and you're a very successful special effects expert for a lot of really big movies and we'd love if you could take us back to the beginning. How did your journey as a special effects expert begin? Um, I, I was very lucky uh, because my my uncle, a guy called Colin Chilvers, he was the special effects supervisor on Superman the movie. And uh, I kept bugging him. I was 15 years old and I kept bugging him to take me into work because Superman was one of my favourite sort of comic book heroes. And eventually he did. So my first my first vision of a film set was uh, Christopher Reeves flying down the Bond, in the Bond stage at, P at Pirate Studios uh, in the set of the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, and from that moment on was, you know, I realized this, uh, that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's amazing how you started. I mean, I just turned 16 like a few months ago. And so, I mean, hearing that you discovered your interests and your passions around the same age that I am is just so cool. Yeah, exactly. And it's so amazing that, you know, you were able to kind of discover and while you were looking at something that you were super interested in and just kind of found, you know, what you think you wanted to do for the rest of your life and it turned out amazing and just kind of like you know not giving up and persuading totally. <laughs> to go um yeah yeah so throughout your journey what has been your most significant challenge and if so how did you overcome your challenge i suppose the the, the biggest challenge was just to be recognized i suppose it's you know you've got to when I started, it was, you know, being on a film set is one thing, but you have to sort of do the chores as well, you know. So my uncle sort of employed me. I, they, they paid me five pounds a week um, to, to, to to work on, on Superman the movie, but it used to cost me 10 pounds a week to get to work. So my, so my mother used to give me the extra five pounds to get on the train to go to work. So, you know, so there were obstacles at the beginning, but... You know, it, it was something that I really, really wanted to do. And my mother supported me or my parents supported me to to 
to do that. So it's really not not giving up. And also, you know, the film industry is is it seems very glamorous, but you know, when I was 15, I was making the tea and sweeping the floors. Um and you know, just looking at just looking and being a sponge of knowledge, you know, looking at what people were doing, how they were making things, and just and just absorbing all of that, and then you know, and, and then and then I progressed uh, as years went on. I love how you kind of started from the bottom and just kind of you know took in all the information and took in from what everybody else was doing, kind of learned how to pull yourself up from there. And I mean, clearly it worked. You've been so successful and you've worked on so many amazing movies. Yes, and I love how again it's okay to start not in a super high position. I think sometimes as teenagers, we're like, oh, if you work in the film industry, you're going to be right away a big star, but it's okay to start, you know, somewhere, a smaller role or a smaller job in whatever field of interest you may have as and long as build from that and enjoy the process too. Yeah, so. I mean, that you know, when I when I get youngsters come to see me about a job, you know, what, what I look for is enthusiasm and, you know, a lot of the time well not a lot of, sometimes you get youngsters come in and they just say how much money can I make and for me that's like the worst thing to say you know it's just like because I I, I want to see somebody's you know the fire in in their heart and, and, and the enthusiasm the dedication you know that sort of thing um, so yeah so, so and when I see a youngster you know it excites me you know when they um when they have that passion yeah and that, and then I want to teach them you know I want to show them things yeah i agree absolutely i think that for any anybody listening um if you're like trying to get a job or an internship or anything like that just really being interested and passionate is so valuable because if you're passionate and interested enough you'll be willing to learn and keep going throughout challenges as well exactly yeah. and just having that motivation and excitement will just you know, kind of fuel you through it. And I think it's just so important to find something that you're passionate about to follow that. Yeah, I agree. And so aside from, you know, working on the Superman movie along with your uncle in the very beginning, were there any other early influences or experiences that sparked your interest in special effects? I was always a big fan of the, the old older movies like The Battle of Britain and um, those sort of westerns, the John Wayne westerns and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it just fueled the fueled the passion, really. You know, and it's every day, every movie that I saw, it just wanted me, made me want to do it even more. Um, and, and then when I got the opportunity to, to do that, so you, you know, and go into the studios and see that environment. It was, it was great. And like I say, you know, I used to at lunch breaks, I just, just used to wander around the studios, and it was a lot easier back then because the security on these film sets wasn't as as strict as it is now. You know, you could walk onto somebody else's set, and they wouldn't, nobody would ever butter an eyelid. So mm. um, it was, it was a lot easier back then to 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 sort of. Uh, meet people and, and just chat to people yeah totally. i think just talking to different people is just so important you know making those new contacts and even just learning from what other people have learned to find out is this something i want to continue and 
if it is just find out as much as you can about it and you know continuing from that a lot of teens are really interested in working in a creative way in the film industry so what educational path did you follow to develop your skills in special effects and get where you are today um well i i i left school quite early so i never went to college or university or anything like that but um i was always good with my hands you know i was good at you know i'm a bit dyslexic so um you know the reading and writing side of it wasn't didn't never came easy to me you know thank god for computers and and spell check you know that that sort of saved my bacon in 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 a lot of respects um but uh sorry what was the question again because i i was going off on another tangent then oh it's all good is there any specific education anything that you did oh, um, to help with the specific yeah i mean with with uh practical effects um because it's there's so many disciplines there's there's electrician there's plumbing there's um carpentry there's hydraulics there's explosives you know so there's many different um disciplines so any anything like even driving a forklift you know there's like forklift courses out there and if you come to you know, if you come for a job and, you know, I say, well, what have you do? What have you been up to? And if you say, oh, I've got a forklift license, it's, it's a big plus, you know, it's a big tick on that, you know, because then I I look at that person and say, you know, this person has done this on their own back, you know, and and that means a lot, you know, it, mean, it, it shows me what their personality is like and what their, you know, what their drive is. Um, that's not to say, you know, uh, as I say, I like teaching people as well. I've got a great crew around me that, you know, when we get youngsters in that are passionate, you know, we 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 basically introduce them to all the different heads of my departments because you know they might like somebody might like working with uh, cut with wood. Some people might like want like to go on a lathe. So we want to find where they're best suited and where they're happiest. There's no point in doing something and you're not happy with it. So, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer and try this. If you don't like that, you can go on to this. That, that's the beauty of special effects. There's so many different disciplines and, you know, and I do prosthetics as well. So, you know, sometimes they don't, you know, they see somebody doing, making some dummies or mold making or something and they want to go over there. And I say, yeah, we'll try that because that might be, more suited to you yeah i absolutely love that and i love how it's all about you know not being afraid to try something different and something new because that's the way you can truly find out what you like and what you enjoy what you're good at or work at becoming better at what you're interested and passionate about because i mean you never really know what you are good at and what you enjoy until you you try and that's why it's so important to to try out different things i, I really love that yes. totally and i think and also, and also and also don't don't be afraid to to say, you know, if you don't like doing some, something, just say, look, you know, uh, you know, I'm not really keen on doing woodwork, but I really like, you know, maybe do, doing some elect electrical work is is interesting or or mold making or something like that, you know. Exactly. So then you're not stuck doing something that you're not interested totally. in because there's something out there that you are interested in. I think a lot of times teenagers feel, you know, in a sense trapped as I have to keep pursuing this certain 
uh, sport or activity or club, but it's okay to move and adapt and change um, because yeah. that's how you can discover what you're good at. And it's okay to admit that you are not good at something. Totally. Yeah, never. Absolutely. So what was one of your most challenging and memorable effects that you and your team have had to create for a movie? And how did you overcome this challenge? I think one of the most challenging uh, effects was actually pretty recently on um, on Mission Impossible with the Dead Reckoning um where we did the train so oh, the train yeah. sequence on that it, it was you know uh McHugh the director and Tom wanted to crash a, a real steam locomotive but you know you can't really buy a steam locomotive so we we literally had to build it from the ground up you know we designed it we built it um we built it so it could go on a real railway um uh which the McHugh found this location in Norway. So then we had to, but the, the railway was uh, a public railway. And when we initially started to build it, the train, it was going to go on a private railway. So you didn't need as many certifications going on a private railway, but because they picked a public railway in Norway, it, we had to jump through the hoops and actually make it like a real train. So all the brakes had to work properly and, they had to pass certain certifications. Um, so, and it was a never ending, you know, for that one effect or sequence, I was on it for probably about a year with all the planning, um, building the train, uh, building the bridge that we actually drove the train off of. Um, so it was quite, a, you know, it was quite a big undertaking. So that was, and we had one go at it. You know, we had, we, we built, uh, it was probably one of the biggest radio control models that you could ever imagine. So it's an 80-ton train, which was um, remote control. And as soon as you take the the brake off and you're going towards the edge of the cliff, that's it. You can't, there's no going back. So you have to make sure all the cameras are rolling and, and everybody's ready and there's helicopters up in the air. And we did it. We did it in one take and everyone was happy and... Uh, yeah, so that that was probably the most challenging effect. That's so that's cool, so especially cool. you're right about the fact that if it's totally. a real train yeah. that you're uh, that's coming off of a railway, you really only got that one chance. Again. And so that's so cool, especially having watched that movie. I watched no, it in the theater exactly. with my friends, and I remember like that that was such a cool scene to watch. And that's so amazing to hear that you know the actual side of creating that scene and the challenges, and yeah. you know not giving up. Okay, we have to shift from a private railway to a public one, and I'm getting sure all the certification challenge. Yeah, exactly. But you know, just you know, sticking through it and focusing on your work, I think can totally help. Yeah, that's so cool to hear. I just yeah, I mean, I just think that's so cool. And also, it's having a fantastic team of people around me as well. You know, as I don't, I don't do this stuff on my own. I've got a massive team of, of, of girls and boys, men and women. You know, that that are all behind me and and uh, and getting my vision to the screen. I love that because totally. it's so true. Like. I think sometimes we don't recognize how important it is to have a supportive network of people around us, whether that be, you know, your sports team or a production team, or even just like your own support system in life, friends, family members. Totally. It's so important to surround just, yourself with people who make you work best and feel good and you can work together. Totally. And I think these people can really help you when you're overcoming challenges, which leads to our next questions. Um, what are your top three tips for teens to overcome their challenges? Overcome their challenges. I think just, as I say, uh, 
don't take no for an answer. I think just um, be very um, persistent, you know, uh, just um, what else is there? It's, it's, it, I, it, it, I think in this day and age, being a teenager is so hard. I think it's a lot harder than when I was when I was younger. You know, there's so many distractions these days with social media and 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 and, and the world's a lot smaller place now. So you know, it, it's because of the internet. You know, so, so when I was growing up, there was no internet. There was like there was we we used to go out and play. You know, in the in the in the in the playground or play football, and 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 that and that was it. You know, no mobile phones. You know, there was one telephone in the house, and that and that was it. But um, so, what what else to overcome there? I think be you know being positive, being confident. Um, communication is very important um, to overcome. You know, don't don't bottle any bottle anything up inside you know you must talk to different people your parents your friends if if, if anything if, if anything's troubling you you know don't keep it to yourself you know it's 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 very important to uh uh you know because mental health is a, is a big problem these days as well um again i think it's down to social media and and, and that sort of thing because people are very um led you know, they see this stuff on YouTube and stuff like that, and they're very easy led. And you just got to, you know, there's something that you're not sure about. Just talk to somebody. I love totally, that. And yeah. I think that all three of those tips are so important and we can find ways to incorporate them into our daily life. If you really want something, it's important to go for it, not take no for an answer and see um, how else you could achieve whatever goal you have in mind and be flexible and evolve and adapt as well as, you know, speak and be present with people in your life and share your thoughts and feelings. Cause again, I think communication you, is so yeah, important. if you bottle them up, then they'll just come out later or you'll just, it'll build up. And yeah, exactly. Never, and it'll come out. Yeah. At a place your, your, your brain starts playing games with you as well. You know, it's, it's because if, if, if you're seeing it so much on these different channels, you start believing it and and a lot of the time it's not true you know so you know you have to and, and question it you know don't don't just take what you see on the, you know on these channels for granted you know it's you challenge it and, it and get you know get somebody to explain it yeah i agree and it's important to also ask for help when yeah. you need it and support from your community whether that be a friend a family member a teacher a coach anything yes. like that you know communication again just really helps with that you know just reaching out to somebody and asking for help can make a big difference between success and failure and or even when you're building a train <laughs> you know like you need to sometimes reach out and ask for help if you're not sure how to do something because we all have flaws in certain areas and we just need to understand that and then we can reach out to others and, you know, build a team that can help us with yeah. everything. And, you know, again, rooting back to um, being a surrounded by, you know, amazing people who support you and care for you. Yes. Now, yeah. I have a question because you've worked on so many incredible movies. Do you have any movie that was your favorite to work on or most memorable to work on? That's a tricky one because um, there's so many. Yeah. It's a toss-up between Gladiator and Saving Private Ryan because uh, they're both fantastic directors, um, you know, both geniuses in filmmaking. Uh, yeah, and Gravity as well. Gravity was another one um, 
that was it's sort of a groundbreaking movie you know when when we started gravity gravity there wasn't the the technology wasn't out there and a lot of that was developed for for that movie you know the volume you know the the led volumes that that really came from from gravity you know because we we built a little tiny light box yeah. little, little tiny volume to give the light effect on on sandra bullock and, and george clooney wow and then, and then it just evolved from there so probably those those three films um uh, are probably the ones there's no there's no single one yeah of course, of course. I mean, there's so many amazing projects that you've been on I'm sure it's just so hard to pick a favorite but you know I think all of them are special in their own way and they all had their ups and downs and it's so interesting to hear how it like the technology exactly, changes over yeah. time and how that changes the processes and the method I just think it's it's so interesting, especially when, I mean, those are all films that, like, are well-known and watched, so to hear, you know, the process, the behind-the-scenes process of creating those special effects is just so, so interesting and so insightful and exciting. Again, pulling off from what happened with Gravity, with the how everything was changing and all the special effects were evolving, have you seen the world of special effects change with new tech advancements throughout your career? And is it easier or more difficult to create new special effects? I've seen a massive change in technology um, from when I first started. Um, when I first started, we were in tiny little workshops, you know, very slight, almost like the, 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 the garage, you know, the shed at the back of the garden, that sort of thing. Um, now the workshops are, are huge. You know they're, you know, ten thousand square feet, twenty thousand square feet. Um, the uh, computer, computer, you know, as, as uh, the computer te technology has really helped. You know, with designing uh, uh, rigs, um, using motion control. You know, computers to to make rigs, hydraulic rigs, and pneumatic rigs move. Um, it's it may it makes it a lot easier uh but then obviously you need to learn the software you know there's a lot of 3d CAD software and animation software out there that that um i i have no idea how to use but i have these great people men and men and women that that know how this stuff so i i give them a silly little drawing and say this is what i think the rig should look like and then they go off and draw it and make it make it all happen and i think it's so you have such a great point with that with there's so many tech advancements but with that you also have to you know adapt to the advancements it's totally. not just you know oh there's a great new technology everything's simpler now it's all about you know changing and shifting constantly and and that's so yeah. true yeah i mean definitely when there's something new that comes out you need to kind of try to you know understand how that works and find a way to fit it into everything but in the long run i think it definitely helps with creating better effects you know and adds up to everything yeah no it's it's, it's good because i'm always i'm always on the lookout for like different types of smoke machines uh, wind machines you know i i i go a lot on youtube and and look at, at what machines are out there um cranes telehandlers everything you know i, I just love because youtube's a great place for that you know i i there was a there was a, a machine called a SPMT, uh, and it was this this big. Th these machines were made to move oil rigs around when they build oil rigs and they get from the land onto a boat, and they're huge. They they and they all bolt together. And I saw these about ten years ago, and I kept thinking to myself, I want to use these on a film. And ten years later, I managed to 
to use them. I can't tell you what film it is because it's it's one I've just finished. But it's uh, this time next year. Oh, no, in November this year, you'll 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 see these rigs being used, and it's it, it, it's it's so great that uh, this you know these um, channels exist. So so because I would never have seen this this um, SPMT unless it was for for channels like YouTube. I absolutely love that. And I love um, the idea of as a teenager, even um, going on social media and using it to explore your interests. If you're interested in, you know, filmmaking or special effects, research different techniques or uh, tools. If you're interested in baking or cooking or anything like that, research recipes. If you're interested in business, listen to podcasts or podcasts like segments on social media. I love doing that. There's just so much yeah. out there and social media can be a negative place, but it can also be such an amazing place to build up and learn about what you're interested in and totally. grow your own interests. And make it like yeah. a positive place of not just, you know, scrolling on TikTok for endless hours, <laughs> but also ways, you know, to improve yourself, to find what you're passionate about and also finding out what you don't like as much, because I think those are both really important on both. Yes. So do you have any advice for teenagers who would be interested in following a similar career path to yours? Yeah, I think it's, it's as we said before, um, dedication. Just be very, watch movies, go out, watch movies and, and watch them more than once. Watch it the first time to see the entertainment. And then if there's a certain, you know, if you're interested in makeup or if you're interested in um uh, special effects or visual effects look at the try and find or see how they did it the certain things that you like about the movie or tv you know the tv now is is fantastic you know the the quality um you know apple, apple plus you know and um, netflix and all these these streamers so they're you know the quality is is really up there um, but that's why I, I, I would say, because when you go into a meeting, if somebody comes to me for a job, again, a youngster, their knowledge, I mean, I had one last year that came in, he knew everything about movies. He knew all the movies that I'd done, and uh, which was impressive, you know, and they, he, he was talking about movies that I'd even forgotten about. It, it really impressed me. And then he said to me at the end of it, are there any other movies I should watch? And I and I rattled off, you know, half a dozen movies and said you should watch these and then let me know what you and let me know what you think let me know what you took from it yeah i absolutely yeah. love that and if you're gonna you know look for a job or an internship in the future it's so great to have that like you mentioned background knowledge and you know almost a sense expertise not necessarily expertise but like a strong knowledge in certain areas exactly. because that comes off as interested and invested in a topic and i think that especially as a teenager as we're looking to go into an industry um it's important to you know be actually interested and showcase that interest. definitely and also like spending your own time to kind of you know explore and delve more into the topic itself so that you're able to you know if you're going to somebody to talk to them about it and with such a wide variety of resources you know, all you have to do is, you know, even go on YouTube and maybe search up some, you know, special effects clips of like a movie that you're really interested in. And it's so easy to, you know, start getting more into things. And I think that's one of yeah. the really amazing parts of, you know, the world that we're currently living in. Yeah, I mean, the, the behind the scenes are great things to, to look at. So if you see a movie that you enjoyed, you know, to, to look at the behind the scenes making of 
um it's they're, they're so interesting i find you know i look at i still look at other movies you know like oppenheimer i look at how they how they did that so i'm I'm intrigued by it, and and Barbie, you know, Barbie was fantastic. Love love the movie. Yeah, it was it was great. It was, we loved that movie. Both of them were really great. Um, so downtime is an important part. Obviously, we want to be researching what we're interested in. We want to be pursuing our passions, but it's important to take downtime. And what do you do as a way to take breaks and relax? Um, what do I do? Uh, I don't really get that much downtime, but the, the trouble is, is that I love what I do. So, you know, um, I, I use the weekend. I've got two young children. I've got a little, um, four year old and five, nearly six year old. So they, they keep me busy. You know, they're, they're harder than work, I have to say. Um, so it, it's nice to go to work for a rest from them sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, I've got, uh, I've just, I've just planted a vineyard as well. So I'm sort of a little hobby uh, that I'm doing. So that, that sort of takes my mind off it. And, and, uh, and it, it's a bit, it feels like a rest because I'm thinking about something else. I'm very active. I can't, I can't sit down for five minutes. I need to be doing something. Yeah, absolutely. And I think gardening or planting is such a great way to, you know, have something and watch it grow and develop and see your work in a different rewarding. kind of medium than your usual work that you're working and on. And the best part is, is you're outside and outside is known to give you so many amazing benefits. And so, you yeah. know, just spending out there in nature and sunlight and on top of that, you know, you're getting your hands a bit dirty. Your mind is, you know, in a different, more relaxed state. And I think it's just also a really great way to, you know, get some downtime. But I also think that it's amazing on how much you love your work. I think that it's definitely so amazing to do something that doesn't feel like work, doesn't feel like a chore. You're <laughs> going there and it just feels like, you know, you're doing what you love. And I think that's what everyone should have. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. the goal. <laughs> what is one piece of advice you wish you could give to your younger self? Just do the same again. You know, just, just you know, I, would, I wouldn't change anything. I love that. It's just think, so amazing. I think that's so true. I, I really like the everything happens for a reason kind of idea. Definitely. And like everything that's happened has brought you to where you are now. And the fact that, you know, it's it's all working out. And I, and I love totally. I love that. And you've been so successful. You've achieved so many <laughs> amazing things. I mean, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's you know, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky. And uh, I wouldn't change anything. I'd, I'd just... I'd just say, you know, if I met my younger self, I'd say you, you're going to be all right. I love that. And just keep going because you'll figure it out. I know sometimes as teenagers, there's ups and there's downs and there's good days and there's not so good days. But no matter what, we just have to keep going because it will it will work out if we do what we're passionate about as yeah. you have. Do you, what do you do every day that brings you a small bit of happiness? My my kids bring me a lot of happiness, I have to say. They, they, they keep me young. Um, <laughs> chasing them around i've got a little boy called oscar uh who's four who's a, a bit of a handful but um he, he he reminds me of me when i was little so uh, uh and my my little daughter mia she's uh she's uh, nearly six and uh she yeah she's a very she's six going on 20 <laughs> um, 
I love that. Aww. That's so sweet. And family is so important. So We're very definitely. close as a family. We love watching movies together. Yeah. And we watched a lot of. Our yeah. dad is like a really big fan of a lot of your movies. Yeah, Gladiator, Saving yeah, Private Ryan, both of those definitely. he loves. Yeah, a lot. Napoleon, he also oh loved he Napoleon. Was so excited yeah. to watch it. Yes. <laughs> so when we oh, told right. him about the fact that we're speaking with you today, he was very excited. <laughs> oh, right, right. You know, I think there was some research that we did that, you know, having a family dinner, at least I think five times a week, was it? Or I'm not sure, something, the statistic? something But just, that. you know, having some time with your family at the end of the day is just so important, you know, and it benefits everybody. So I think at the end, it's just family is so important. Yes, yeah. I agree. I, I always make sure, I always make sure I try, I try and get home. When I'm working in England, I try to get home. I always give them a bath at night and um, and put them to bed if I can. Uh, or at least put one of them to bed. They're, they're a bit of a handful, the two of them. So, you know, Maria, my wife, she'll do one and I'll do the other. But I always try and be there for, for that. Definitely. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I love that. So do you have a motivational quote? And if you do, uh, would you like to share it? Yeah, a quote that you remember that motivates you. Uh, it, it's a rather silly one. Um, it was from a show uh, called Only Fools and Horses. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It's an English show it's worth it. look it up on youtube it's about two brothers that are that are they're a bit they're a bit live likely lads you know they're a bit chances but it, it's a comedy and uh what one of the sayings that he says because they're always poor but they want to be rich and one thing there was a couple of things he used to say uh he who dares wins and it always stuck with me where um those words because it's a bit, it, he um, who uh, who dares wins is a motto for the British SAS Army, but they make it a sort of funny sort of he who dares wins with this sort of uh, sort of movement that he does with his body, which is is very funny and it always stuck in my head. And it's it's whenever I um, w whenever things get tough and you know we're on the set and things are are, are quite tricky, um, it's one of the things I always say. And when it when it goes right at the end of the day and everyone's happy, I always say, he who dares wins. Exactly. It's so, good to see that on both perspectives when you are definitely. in a tough place and when you are feeling like you're doing great. It's, it's both... a universal quote. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And it's important to take risks and and it will get you to where you want to be if Especially you are willing if those, to take that risk. Especially if those risks are for, you know, following what you love and your passion. I think those are risks and dares that are worth following because in the end... Hopefully, you'll end up feeling happy, fulfilled, and doing something that you love and successful yeah. at it. If you, there's certain things, if you don't do them, you you regret it. You, do, do you know what I mean? There's, there's certain things you. Oh, I wish I'd done that when I was younger, or I wish I'd, you know, I wish I'd learned to ride a horse. I had the chance to ride, and I, ne I never did it. I wish I'd done it. I love that. And if oh. there's something that you really want to do, do it for you now and do it for you in the future so you don't look back and say oh i really wish i had done that and not yeah. made up 25 excuses as to why i shouldn't it's also a great yeah. kind of perspective flip you know if you're considering doing something think what would i say in the future would i be happy that i did it you know taking a chance or will i look back and think oh you know i wish i had done this and it's kind of a good way to get perspective yeah. and yeah what would my future and, and these things they, they, they don't all go right either but at least you can say, well, I tried it. 
and, I, and it didn't work, but at least I tried it. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So do you have anything exciting coming up that you could share with us? Maybe some events, premieres, movies, etc. Um, well, yes. Well, I've got very exciting. So I've been nominated for three Oscars. Congratulations. For, uh, That's amazing. In the same category in the same year. So I'm, I'm nominated for um, Napoleon. Uh, the Creator and uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, so I'm flying backwards and forwards to Los Angeles. I'm flying out on Sunday uh, for this like an Oscar nominee lunch. So um, uh, they're, they're flying me out there. Every all the nominees will be at this lunch, and it's great because you get to speak to all you know all the different departments the, the the directors the producers the makeup the 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 designers it's great so it's, it's a lovely I've, I've done done it a few times and it's it's really nice uh and then we and then i've been nominated for two baftas as well which is the british academy awards amazing uh, three nominations for the visual effects society awards so yeah it's 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 busy times and then masters of the air has just come out uh, which is a which is a love you know great project that I worked on a few years ago. Uh, so yeah, the beginning of 2024 has been quite uh, incredible. Yes, well, congratulations so on all the nominations. That's amazing. I'm so so exciting. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. I've yes. seen a lot of the um, you know things that you've done, and they are all so amazing. And you totally deserve very well deserved. Yes, very well deserved those Oscar nominations. So, um, and we're hoping that you win. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> we are cheering you on. You. Um, is there anywhere where our audience can find us, or where our audience can find? you if they're interested in learning more or seeing what you're up to yeah i mean i i'm pretty bad at my um my website i, I mean i need to uh, i need to sort of uh, update it but yeah i mean there's there's stuff of me on youtube if you just type my name in there um i'm on facebook uh i'm i'm gonna start i've been on twitter for you not twitter anymore is it? it's x I've been on X for, for quite a while, but um, for the award season, I'm going to start uh, tweeting. What do they call it now if it's not t Twitter? I'm really not sure. Tweet? I'm not quite sure. You X in? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I really, I don't know. <laughs> I have but, to look into it. Yeah, exactly. Switch yes. it up. Well, I will link, I'll make sure that your Twitter or X <laughs> is linked um, in the show notes so that anyone who's interested can definitely go and check it out and see what you're tweeting um, during the awards season and yeah thank you so thank much you so much for coming on pack your happiness it was so been amazing beyond speaking inspiring you. speaking to you i mean your work is amazing and congrats and again it, on the nomination and it's great what you you guys are doing as well i think it's you know it's really uh you know for somebody so young but so um confident and uh, uh and it's great it's really good carry out carry on the great work that you're doing Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hack Your Happiness. And a huge thank you to Neil for joining us. He is beyond inspiring. And just listening to his answers to all our questions today and speaking with him, hearing about his behind the scenes experiences on all these incredible film sets and how he started off in the special effects world at 15 years old on the Superman set is just... All of that is like mind blowing. He has so cool. So much experience and it is amazing. It's so cool. And, and talking to him is just so 
inspiring. And it also shows that you can really do anything that you want and the, the sky is the limit. And I mean, every time that we talk to somebody so inspiring, I'm just like, wow, like there is truly so many roots in life, like so many different opportunities. You can do so many different things and you can still be successful at it. Exactly. So Anzija, what would you say is your biggest takeaway from Neil? My biggest takeaway is that you know, it's important to be passionate and really care and enthusiastic about what you're doing rather than just showing up because for the money, the pay, or just because you think it would sound good. Exactly. I think I what think matters yeah. is just what you're doing for yourself if you're interested in it. And it's also a great way to find out what parts of it you like, what parts of it you don't like, because in the end, what you don't like also really helps build up who you are and helps you focus more on what you do like. So you can get better at that. Exactly, because the thing is, I think a lot of times as teenagers were like, I wanna be a doctor or a lawyer, or maybe I wanna be like a famous actress or actor because that sounds good. But if you're not genuinely interested in it, somebody else will be and they will in the end do better than you because of that genuine interest that they're able to show. So find out what you're really interested in by trying different things out and, you know, researching, learning more about your passions and your interests. And I think that like Neil said in today's interview, that is the true way to success. My biggest takeaway today from Neil, I would have to say, is surround yourself with a supportive and incredible team because those people will truly be able to elevate you. You can't do it all on your own. You can't create special effects for an entire film all on your own, just as how we honestly can't, you know, team sports, you can't do it alone. We can't get through school without peers and teachers. We can't get through all these things. Even if you play like say a solo sport, you still need a coach. You still need motivation, you still need support. And it's important that if you don't feel supported, think about how you can find that support. Maybe that means getting a mentor, joining an online forum, finding some sort of community. And sometimes you may need to dig a little bit harder and deeper to find that supportive community, but recognize how important of an aspect that is. Having people around you that support you, care for you, and have your best interests at heart honestly can help you so much and can really elevate you. And even just being around somebody who you want to be more like. Maybe you have a friend who is constantly following you know, what they like, they try things, they fail, they try again, they do better. And just having that kind of friend helps you also create that kind of mindset. And honestly, just having those kinds of people that you feel comfortable around, like you can fail and you're not gonna get judged. Yeah, and I mean, you're, you're all in it together. Recently, I was watching this thing on Instagram and this girl was talking about the pros and cons of living with college roommates. And that sounds like it'd be completely irrelevant, but she said something that I think is actually so important to think about. She said, the people that you're gonna live with, you're gonna pick up on their traits and you're gonna become close to them, especially if you're like living with them, you're gonna become very similar to them. But this applies to friendships and teammates, etc. Siblings. Yes. <laughs> but um, if you, you wanna surround yourself with people that you wanna be like. So if you're going into a social situation and you, you're gonna pick up these traits of these people because if you're gonna be in, like recognize that if you, you find their traits annoying, you're going to eventually pick up on these traits. So surround yourself with people that you want to be like so that you pick up those traits rather than negative traits. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave us a five-star rating from wherever you're listening. It really helps us out and we really appreciate it. Also, be sure to join our happiness family and support our podcast by following this podcast on whichever platform you're listening. See you next time!